Well, good morning. We're so glad that you joined us today. For the last six weeks, we've been in a series called God's Voice, Ears to Hear and Hearts to Follow, where we've been learning that our God is a speaking God. And we've been talking about lots of different ways that God speaks to us. He speaks to us through scripture and his spirit. He speaks to us through deep desires that we have. He speaks to us through pain. And then last week, we learned that God speaks to us through people and promptings. And if you have missed any of those messages, which I get it, it's summer, I wanna encourage you to hop onto YouTube and you can go catch up on those messages because we have heard some incredible truth during these last six weeks. Well, today, Joanna and I have the privilege of actually closing out this series, and we are gonna be talking about something that is really interesting and really fun. We're gonna be talking about dreams. You see, we believe that God speaks to us through our dreams, and so that's what we're gonna be focusing on today, and you may recognize Joanna. She's one of our amazing worship leaders, but what you might not know about her is she actually works on our team in our School of Kingdom Ministry, and our School of Kingdom Ministry, you may not know, it is an eight-month school that meets once a week, and in the School of Kingdom Ministry, we learn a lot about learning to hear God's voice. And so right now is actually a great time to consider applying for the school. Joanna has a passion for dreams, and this is gonna be so much fun. You guys are in for a treat today. Yes, oh, I'm so excited to be here today. Oh, sorry. So excited you made the microphone. Yes, (laughs) getting back. Um, Yeah, so excited. I'm also sweating through this shirt like crazy. (laughs) Let's just all admit what's happening right now. wearing like real deodorant today too. I normally wear natural deodorant, which we all expect not to work. Um, so I'm as surprised as anyone right now. Um, you know, I love this setup. It feels like this should be a morning talk show, doesn't it? Yeah. Like, you know, Julie, like you're the peppy, upbeat, fun go-getter. And then I would also be there. Um, it would just be a fun show. I would, I would watch that show. I would too. Yes, but, well, so what we're talking about today, though, is dreams, and I love dreaming. Everything about dreaming fascinates me. I love that this is a way that God speaks to us, and for as long as I can remember, I have had very vivid dreams, and in the past few years, I've been really leaning into learning about interpreting dreams, and so I have a question for you guys. Um, Raise your hands, you know, if you're able. Um, (laughs) How many of you have had like a really weird dream? Like bizarre, weird dreams, weird dreams. Every hand, right? Okay, how many of you actually you kind of feel like, you know what, I don't really remember my dreams very often. It's kind of rare that I remember my dreams. Yeah, a lot of hands. Um, so that's pretty, that's pretty common. But it might surprise you that you are dreaming every single night, whether you remember it or not. So sleep research actually shows us that we are all dreaming 90 minutes to two hours every single night, even if you don't remember it. Amazing. Um, So don't tune out to this message if you don't remember your dreams, because there are things for you to know about dreaming, even if you don't remember. Um, Because did you know that God is speaking Mm -hmm. through our dreams today? He has spoken through dreams, and he is speaking through dreams. You know, maybe you've never really thought about this topic, or you're like, eh, dreaming, it doesn't feel like it's that important. You know, you just kind of wake up and go, well, that was weird, and move on, right? (laughs) Um, Or you just ate something before you went to bed, and you're like, yeah, that was definitely pineapple pizza right there. Um, But dreams are more important than we think. 
Because as we've been learning how to hear God's voice, you know, we were, we've been learned that God speaks through scripture, right? Did you know that a third of your Bible is dreams and visions? That means if you removed all the dreams and visions from the Bible, you would remove a third of scripture. Mm. That is how important dreams are. So, you know, dreams are not second-rate communication. I think sometimes we think, well, if God ran out of all other options, he would send a dream. (laughs) But that is not the way God views dreams. That's not the way he uses dreams. So hopefully this message is going to open us up a little bit to this awesome way that God speaks. Yeah. So the good news for us today is this. Our God is a speaking God, and he often speaks to us through dreams. And I want to take us first to Acts, and we're going to read Acts 2. This is a a prophecy from Joel that they talked about during the day of Pentecost when the Spirit was poured out on people. This is Acts 2.17. In the last days, God says, I will pour out my Spirit upon all people. Your sons and daughters will prophesy. Your young men will see visions. Your old men will dream dreams. In those days, I will pour out my spirit, even on my servants, men and women alike, and they will prophesy. Well, here's the good news. We are in those last days. The spirit has been poured out on everyone, on men and on women. And what is the fruit of the spirit being poured out? That all will prophesy, that young men will have visions and old men will dream dreams. And I'm going to let you define if you're young or you're old. We'll leave that in your hands. And don't worry, ladies, you are not excluded. All of us are actually in this season where we can prophesy. And we often see that dreams and prophecy, they're tied together. And we're going to talk a little bit about that throughout this message. You see, God, he wants you to hear his voice. He wants you to hear his voice. And dreams are one of the ways that he speaks to us. And so today what we're gonna do is we're gonna look at a story, a man from the Bible who dreams had a major impact on. We're gonna talk a little bit through what are dreams? What's the purpose of dreams? You know, what are some challenges we face when it comes to dreams? And then we're gonna hopefully encourage you to pay attention to your dreams because God is speaking And we want to have ears that hear him and hearts that follow. But before we get into that, I'm going to pray and invite the Holy Spirit to be our teacher today. And so we say, Holy Spirit, you are welcome today to be the teacher, to to give us ears to hear and hearts to follow you as we explore this incredible topic of dreams. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Okay, so before we dig into scripture, we thought it would be helpful to actually talk about some of the dilemmas that we face as we think about dreams. Mm -hmm. That's right. So uh, a lot of times we just don't realize that God is speaking through our dreams. We've kind of discounted dreams as something just weird that happens in the night. And, you know, we just move on in our day. Yeah. I know one big thing for me is I just don't remember my dreams. I have like a vague awareness in the morning. Like I had a dream, but like I only maybe remember a tiny bit of it. And so I think a lot of us struggle with this. We just don't really remember our dreams. Yeah. Or we aren't paying attention. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, we don't write them down. That little bit that you do remember, you don't write it down. You don't really pay attention to it. You just move on. Yeah. Another issue that a lot of people have dealt with is the issue of bad dreams. And I'm not going to make you raise your hand, but um, I know in my own life and then also in the lives of my kids, um, if you have bad dreams, it becomes this area where it kind of gets confusing that God would want to speak to you through something that maybe scares you or overwhelms you. Yeah, that's right. And we, 
often we have a dream, but we don't know how to interpret it. Mm -hmm. So we're a little intimidated by this whole area of dreaming. We can't figure out what they mean. And we're going to talk about that as we go. Um, Or if God sends you a dream, you don't know how to respond. Yeah. If he's asking you to do something, you're like, I don't know what to do with this. Um, And so you don't do anything. All right. So to summarize, God is speaking through our dreams, but there are lots of reasons that we have a hard time having ears to hear and hearts that follow. Yeah, so we thought what would be helpful first is to go to scripture and we're going to look at a man whose life was really defined by dreams. And this is Joseph from the Old Testament, not Jesus's father, but Joseph who was the son of Isaac and the grandson of Abraham. And Joseph is one of the 12 sons. So he's one of the tribes of Israel. And we can find his story in Genesis. And and here's the deal. Jacob, who is Joseph's father, loved Joseph deeply because the Bible says that Jacob or Joseph was born to Jacob in his old age. And perhaps you've heard this story before. His father loved him so much, he gave him a beautiful coat. And this caused a lot of tension with his brothers. There was a lot of favoritism. His other 11 brothers knew that Joseph was the favorite. And Joseph, when he's a young man, he begins having dreams and he begins sharing those dreams with his brothers. And so we're gonna go to Genesis 37. We're gonna pick up in verse five and we're gonna see what happens. One night, Joseph had a dream. And when he told his brothers about it, they hated him more than ever. Listen to this dream, he said. We were out in the field tying up bundles of grain. Suddenly, my bundle stood up and your bundles all gathered around and bowed low before mine. His brothers responded, so you think you'll be our king, do you? Do you actually think you will reign over us? And they hated him all the more because of his dreams and the way he talked about them. Soon, Joseph had another dream. And again, he told his brothers about it. Listen, I've had another dream, he said. The sun and moon and 11 stars bowed low before me. This time, he told the dream to his father as well as his brothers, but his father scolded him. What kind of dream is that, he asked. Will your mother and I and your brothers actually come and bow to the ground before you? But while his brothers were jealous of Joseph, his father wondered what the dreams meant. So we can see God is speaking to Joseph through his dreams, and he's actually showing Joseph his future, as we're going to see in a little bit. And, you know, I want you to notice that everybody in this story is taking dreams seriously. All throughout the Bible, dreams are taken very seriously, and it's actually quite modern that we totally discount our dreams Mm -hmm. as unimportant. And so just notice that. And also notice that Joseph had a few dreams over time that we're building on each other and kind of telling him something. God often speaks this way. He will give you a series of dreams in a season that build on each other and clarify what he's saying to you. Um, You know, Joseph didn't ignore his dreams. He remembered them um, enough to even be able to, to tell them. So we can see that God is into long conversations over time and our dreams in a season can build. Yeah, say that again. Yeah, so yeah, so God is into long conversations over time. And this is why it's actually so important that we're paying attention and like Joseph, we're even like speaking our dreams out. Now he did make some mistakes and you'll get to that in a minute, yes. but yeah. Yeah, so for instance, in my life, um, in the past month, I've had about three significant dreams. So my first dream was a goldfish that was in a bowl that was too small. 
Another dream was a volcano that was erupting right outside my window. And the third dream, Dwayne Johnson showed up, and he was my father in the dream, and he was defending me against an enemy. Now, you can type this in the comments if you know it. What is another thing that Dwayne Johnson is called? The Rock. Mm. So in my dream, The Rock was my father, and he defended me. So often, the Lord will send, like, if you see a person in your dream, ask the Lord, what do they symbolize? Who Mm -hmm. are they standing in for? What does their name mean? Because God speaks in that way. Mm -hmm. And, you know, these dreams might seem totally unrelated, but as I dug into them and I wrote them all down and asked the Lord and prayed, I could see that the Lord was actually speaking to me about this season of life I'm in. He's actually been telling me that um, I have been putting limitations on what he can do in my Mm. life. And he wants to help me to be able to move forward. Yeah, so good. Yeah, so God is speaking to us in our dreams. Do we have ears to listen? Now back to Joseph. You know, maybe he should have taken his dreams to his prayer closet. (laughs) Taking some time with them, right? Instead of just blabbing it all over, like... Um, And so what happens is his brothers actually become so upset with him that they are literally going to murder him. But instead, at the last minute, they decide to sell him into slavery. So he's sold into slavery. He starts working in the house of a prominent family where he's falsely accused of a crime and thrown into jail. And at this point, you know, he's had a dream of his future. It feels so far away from happening. Yeah. Well... Joseph's story is dramatic and has so many twists and turns. And we want to encourage you. This is in Genesis 37 and 40 and 41. And you can go this week and you can read the entire story because what happens is, of course, Joseph has had these dreams as a 17-year-old and now he's older. And now dreams are still going to play a really important role in his life because he's going to begin to interpret dreams. And so what happens is while he's in prison, he meets the chief cupbearer and the chief baker um, who've both been thrown into prison and they both have dreams that they cannot interpret. And then Joseph hears the dreams and Joseph is able to explain to them what these dreams mean. And what I love about this story is that it actually shows us that whether we're a believer or we're an unbeliever, God is speaking to us through our dreams. But we as believers, we actually have the ability to help people who do not yet know God interpret their dreams. And what Joseph asks in this moment is he says, listen, I will interpret this dream. My only thing that I ask is that when you get released, because one of the men was going to get released and restored, remember me. Tell Pharaoh about me because I've been wrongly accused. And so unfortunately for Joseph, he's actually forgotten. And where we're gonna pick up in this story is now in Genesis 41, and this is verse seven, and this is what we find out happens now two full years later, okay? Two full years later, Pharaoh dreamed that he was standing on the bank of the Nile River. In his dream, he saw seven fat, healthy cows come up out of the river and begin grazing in the marsh grass. Then he saw seven more cows come up behind them from the Nile. But these were scrawny and thin. These cows stood beside the fat cows on the riverbank. Then the scrawny, thin cows ate the seven healthy, fat cows. At this point in the dream, Pharaoh woke up. But he fell asleep again and had a second dream. This time he saw seven heads of grain, plump and beautiful, growing on a single stalk. The seven heads of grain appeared, but these were, 
but these were shriveled and weathered by the east wind. And these thin heads swallowed up the seven plump, well-formed heads. Then Pharaoh woke up again and realized it was a dream. And so if we continue reading in the scripture, we actually find out that Pharaoh is totally disturbed by these dreams and he's desperate. He calls the wise men, he calls his magicians in and no one can interpret what these dreams mean. And it's then that the chief cupbearer remembers, wait, there was this guy in jail and he can help us. That's right. So notice again with Pharaoh's dreams, it's a series of dreams. So here's a tip. When you have more than one dream, even in a night, it is often really the same thing that God's showing to you in different ways. Um, So God helps Joseph interpret this dream and lets Pharaoh know that these fat cows and the beautiful grain are gonna be seven years where there's gonna be more than enough. There's gonna be plenty. And then the scrawny cows and the withered grain is gonna be seven years of famine that are gonna come. And so above and beyond the interpretation of the dream, then God actually also tells Joseph, okay, and here's the application Mm -hmm. of the dream. Here's what you're gonna do. And so God tells him, you know, store up all the grain and in the years of plenty and in the years of famine, you're gonna have more than enough. You know, if you understand a dream, but you don't do anything with it, what's the point, right? So this is... um, this is the awesome thing that, that God does. So Joseph tells him everything that is um, gonna happen and Pharaoh listens to him. And when the famine comes, Egypt is saved. They have more than enough food and they have so much that they can even give it to the lands surrounding them. And this is where Joseph's family comes in again. His brothers and his father come to Egypt looking for food and they end up bowing down mm-hmm. to Joseph just like in his dream. So it all comes to pass. But notice, Joseph had his dream about ruling over his brothers when he was about 17 years old. This took about two decades Mm -hmm. to come to pass. So, you know, all those years when he was in jail, when he was a slave, he had this dream from the Lord to remember and encourage him, to remind him that his destiny was bigger than his circumstances. Yeah. And that's another reason that we should record our dreams, that we should pray about the dreams that God's given us because sometimes it's his help to get us through a dark season, Yeah. to remember that he has something awesome for us. So hold on to those dreams. Um, you know, the story of Joseph is a great one to read through if you wanna grow in interpretation. So it helps you to see the way God uses symbols and images. Another book of the Bible to read is the book of Daniel. So if you want to grow in this, read the book of Daniel. Study the way dreams and interpretation happen because God is speaking to us through our dreams and we want to learn to have ears to hear and hearts to follow. Absolutely. Well, we thought it might be actually helpful right now to talk a little bit more in a QA and a style about dreams and, and maybe pull out some key points that I think will help us understand dreams and then help us understand maybe even how to interpret dreams. And so I'm gonna ask Joanna some questions and we're gonna see where this goes. So why do we dream and what would we say is the purpose of our dreams? Yeah, so dreaming is actually a gift from God that we need. So a lot of times our dreams are actually just kind of our thoughts and feelings from the day kind of flushing through and being processed. This is a gift from God Mm -hmm. so that all the stuff that's happened, we have a place to kind of go through it. So it's just flushing through. You actually also, your memories are turned into long storage, right? 
you get your long-term memory happens while you sleep. So that does mean that Inside Out is a true story and we can all go back and rewatch that. <laughs> yes, your favorite, your favorite. I, I, lo I love that movie. Yes, so, so dreaming is important. It actually serves like that function for us as human beings to be healthy mentally. Um, but also the way that God uses dreams is because he can show us absolutely anything in a dream. We can see things from his perspective. There are no limits on our vision in a dream. And so God speaks to us a lot of ways in the Bible and today. So I'm gonna give you um, some of the ways that we see through scripture that God um, uses dreams. Sometimes he will use a dream for warning or correction, okay? Um, this happened in the Bible, but it also might happen, you might dream about a situation at work, right? And God is actually maybe giving you a warning or a heads up or correcting you. Um, he also sends encouragement through dreams. We see this in Acts. Um, Paul is in a city and he's being harassed and he wants to give up, but he gets a dream where the Lord says, keep on speaking. And so he does. Also guidance, just telling us instructions on what to do next. Another story in the book of Acts where Paul is traveling and he's not sure where to go and he has a dream. And in the dream, he's told, go to Macedonia. So sometimes your instruction will be really um, clear. God will speak to us um, at intimacy and communion with mm -hmm. him in dreams. He reveals the future in dreams, as we saw in Joseph, and this still happens today. Um, he also gives us commands in dreams. We see this in Matthew. Throughout the story yeah. of Jesus being born, dreams play a huge role. In fact, Joseph, his father in the New Testament, is told in a dream, you need to marry this woman. Mm -hmm. Marry, marry. <laughs> um, you know, God didn't have to use a dream to tell him that. There was prophecy. God could have pointed Joseph to scripture, but he chose a dream. So mm -hmm. that's another way. We know that dreams are not second place. Dreams will often invite us into intercession. There's something you need to be praying about. Yeah. And God is gonna show you in your dreams. There's a place that you should be praying about. And finally, speaking to unbelievers. He did this with um, Abimelech. Pharaoh that we just talked about, King Nebuchadnezzar, God speaks to unbelievers. But notice that in all of these stories in the Bible, when an unbeliever has a dream, they need a believer to tell them what the meaning is. And so God uses dreams as an evangelism tool as well. And all throughout the world, Jesus is appearing to people yeah. in dreams, even today. Um, this is very prevalent in the Middle East right now. Yeah. Jesus is appearing to people and saying, I am Jesus, follow me. Yeah. This is happening today. So it's just amazing. Yeah. We actually have some amazing stories and books that we can recommend if that's something you're interested in of people from the Middle East who basically Jesus is appearing to them in dreams. They're getting saved because of the dreams and then they're sharing their stories with the world. It's just, awesome. it's amazing. Okay, so I think one of the questions that is helpful for us to wrestle through is are all dreams from God? Yeah, that is a great, great question. So throughout this series, we've been learning about the different ways we hear God's voice. And Samuel was telling us last week, when you feel like you've heard God's voice, you should ask a question. You should say, okay, this thought popped in my head. Is this God's voice? Is it me? Is it the enemy, right? And we should test the spirit. It's the same with dreams. When you have a dream, we should ask, 
where is this dream coming from? Because our dreams can come from our spirit when we are processing things, right? It's just a dream where you're kind of working through your emotions. Um, Our dreams can come from the Holy Spirit Mm -hmm. in all the ways that we just talked about. Um, Sometimes God will send an angel with a dream and an angel will appear in your dream. This happens all throughout the Bible and it happens today. But also the enemy will sometimes send a dream. Okay, Mm -hmm. so you might struggle with nightmares or night terrors, or maybe your children do. Sometimes they come from the enemy, and sometimes it's our own fear kind of manifesting in a dream. So I just want to give you an encouragement that it really doesn't matter if it's coming from the enemy or your own fears. Jesus has freedom for you in the area of night terrors, if that's something you're struggling with. Yeah, we're actually just going to stop right now, and we're just going to pray a prayer So if you or your child or a grandchild or a child that's like significant in your life is struggling with night terrors, nightmares, um, I just want you to either put your hands out or you put your hands on your heart. And Joanna's actually just gonna pray just a simple prayer um, because this is something that is incredibly um, debilitating, especially because, especially for kids, you start to fear sleep. So Joe, would you just pray over people? And again, you can receive this for yourself or a kid in your life. Yeah, so... In the name of Jesus, right now, I break the power of the enemy where he has come and tried to steal your rest, steal your dreams, steal that place in the night that God wants to speak. So right now, I just completely dismiss any spirit of fear, spirit of death, spirit of intimidation that tries to come in the night, and I break that power, and we just receive freedom from Jesus from nightmares right now. Yeah, thank you. Amen. Amen. Yeah, so since not all dreams um, are from God, we don't have to interpret all dreams, right? We don't actually, you know, you don't feel like, oh, every dream I have, I've got to like bring it. Yeah. But with prophecy and dreams, we test it. So, you know, just ask Jesus what you should do. But you usually know if it's a God dream, if it feels, it's going to feel a little different. It's going to feel heavier, weightier. You'll probably remember it a little better. Yeah. So if it's a dream that God wants you to remember, you probably will. Yeah. So Joanna and I, Joanna has been teaching me a lot about dreams because she has such a passion here. And so all week long, I've been asking God for dreams and we're going to get to some of those tips in a minute. But last night I had a dream and because I've been learning these things, I remembered part of the dream and I began to share it with Joanna. And she said to me, oh yeah, this is a dream that needs to be interpreted. And so oftentimes if you can remember, that is a good indication that this is a dream that should be interpreted. But I think this is an area that we should press in a little bit because I think interpretation is a place where a lot of us kind of start just dismissing the dreams, right? We're like, it's too weird. These people don't make sense. I don't understand why this is in my dream. So can we just talk a little bit more about interpretation, like what that even means? Yeah, absolutely. So dream interpretation is basically just figuring out what God is saying. Okay, so the whole point if God is speaking to us, is that he wants us to understand, okay? So that's pretty obvious, right? But here's the thing. You cannot understand your dreams apart from God. Hmm. You cannot understand your dreams apart from God. And in fact, um, this is what Joseph of the Old Testament, this is what he said in Genesis 48. Interpreting dreams is God's business, Joseph replied, Go ahead and tell me your dreams. So actually, God wants to 
partner with us mm -hmm. to reveal the meaning of our dreams, but we need him. But God isn't trying to confuse us, okay? I know, but why does he send these weirdo dreams? Why, <laughs> why is it all hidden meaning and symbolism? Like, why can't you just speak plainly? How many times have we said to the Lord, just say what you mean? Well, let's look at what Jesus actually said about this. Okay, so in Matthew 13, Jesus is teaching the people and he's using parables or these stories or analogies and imagery that explain what the kingdom of God is. And he says things like, oh, the kingdom of God is like a seed that was in the ground and then it grew up and a bird ate it, but then another person, you know, or the kingdom of God is like a field where a man found a treasure and he sold everything he had, or the kingdom of God is like a wedding feast, but you have to have the right clothes. You know, all these things, if you read these parables, couldn't you also think like, huh, it almost sounds like he's describing a dream he had, mm. right? So the disciples asked them, okay, bro, why? Why are you- That was an exact quote. Yes. He was like, bro, but in Hebrew. Um, <laughs> why do you use imagery and hidden meaning? Why can't you just speak plainly? And this is what Jesus told them. He explained, he said, because to understand my words, you need to have a relationship with me. Mm. And if you wanna unpack all the truth that I have, you need to be in relationship with the spirit of truth, who is me. So that's why he spoke. He said, you gotta have ears to hear. People listen, but they don't hear mm. because we need Jesus to understand Jesus. So it's the same thing with our dreams. You could think of your dream like a night parable. Okay, it's an image and a story that the Lord's telling you because he wants you to partner with him to have a conversation with him to unpack it. Yeah, so good. Okay, I think it might be helpful as we're growing and understanding that God is speaking through our dreams, that we have ears to hear and hearts to follow. Could you give us just a couple interpretation tips yes. as we kind of move forward this week? Yes, yeah, so first let me say, there is so much I could say about interpretation. We could spend like a whole hour and just barely you know, get the yeah. tip of the iceberg. <laughs> so interpretation is something that you practice with Jesus and you grow more skilled in over time, okay? So don't be intimidated, um, but it's awesome. And I really invite people to dig into this if they're interested. So my biggest tip. Write this down. Yeah, and this is probably gonna make you mad. Don't Google your dreams. <laughs> don't do it I see a lot of guilty faces yes. out here right now yeah do not google you know what does it mean when dot 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 happens in a dream okay because think about what happens when you hit search you're getting answers from people people who don't think God is talking to you people who don't know you people who don't know your life haven't asked God about it and probably don't believe in the supernatural Okay, that's not gonna be helpful. That's not gonna lead you to the true meaning of your dream. Now that's not to say the internet can't be a great resource, okay? There are good things um, to find on the internet, but make sure if you're searching something on the internet for like what this symbol might mean or what this might mean, that you're looking in a place with people who acknowledge that God is the interpreter of dreams. Mm -hmm. Okay, that Holy Spirit is the guide. There are Christian biblical dream dictionaries out there that can be helpful as you're growing in dream interpretation. It's a place to start. But as you grow, you're gonna realize that God knows you. He speaks your language. And there are mm. things that God wants to tell you that you can't find in a dream dictionary. 
So ultimately, it is all about relationship. Yeah. Interpreting your dreams comes down to relationship with God. Yeah, so interpretation is not a translation of your dreams. It's an invitation Mm -hmm. into talking with God, praying to God. Yeah. It's not a translation. It's an invitation. Yeah, so good. So we have been on this incredible journey for six weeks and it's not the end of this journey. It's just really the beginning because we know that God wants to speak to each of us and we wanna be able to recognize and respond. We wanna be able to have ears to hear and hearts to follow. And so it got us thinking about how can we cooperate this week? I mean, I'm kind of excited to go to bed tonight and see what other dreams I I have tonight. But as, as we were thinking about it, you know, we were just thinking, how can we like practically encourage people? And I think the very first place that we start is to believe that God wants to speak to you through your dreams. And I actually got this picture of some of us actually kind of needing to repent and just say, God, I'm sorry that I've dismissed my dreams. Give me fresh perspective that this is how you want to speak to me and so that I can receive from you. And then the second thing I want to talk about is that I really believe we need to protect our sleep. Now, this is very practical, right? But 70 million Americans, that's one in five Americans, struggle with chronic sleep issues. And I know that that means that many people in this room are struggling with sleep issues. And there's lots of different reasons why this is. I mean, there's biological reasons, but there's also environmental reasons. You know, the way we're using our tablets and our phones late into the night, the the things that we're taking in Uh, visually and the things we're listening to, all of these things can deeply affect us. The video games we're playing, the social media we're consuming. Um, And it's no surprise to us that the enemy loves to attack sleep because this is one of the places that that the Bible tells us, God speaks to us. A third of the Bible would be missing without dreams and visions. And so how can we protect our sleep? I'm gonna give you three really simple tips, okay? The first thing is you need a bedtime. I know that was not what you thought I was going to say. You need a bedtime. You need to decide when you need to go to bed. And for me, I actually put myself to bed very early. And that is what works for me. We need to actually prioritize sleep in our lives. So we need a bedtime. Secondly, we want to monitor what we are taking in throughout the day, but specifically at night. You know, from about seven o'clock on, I want to encourage you you know, say no to violence, say, say no to graphic images, you, you know, uh, begin to calm your mind because this is what you're feeding your soul, which is like a canvas before you go to sleep, okay? And then the third thing, again, very practical is your bedroom environment. And I cannot believe I'm gonna say this. I've never said this, but you should make your bed. And I know that I do not have like a scripture to quote there, but what I do know is this, that your bedroom environment is very important for the sleep that God has for you. And so you make your bed so that when you get into your bed, those crisp, cool sheets meet you (laughs) and you are ready to hear from God what he has for you each night. That's so good. So the second part is like, so how do we steward dreams? Yeah. We're having them. Okay. So I'm going to give you just a a few steps. Um, Ask write, talk, and follow. So number one, ask God for dreams. You know, like Julie said, you might need to repent. You might need to change your mind about dreams. You might need to tell God, God, I'm sorry, I am listening. So ask him for dreams. If that's something, you know, many of us just ignore our dreams completely mm-hmm. or we're, you know, the nightmare issue. Um, so if you're someone um, also who doesn't really remember your dreams, 
I want you to ask God, help me remember mm-hmm. my dreams. Yeah. But I am gonna give you one bit of encouragement. God is speaking to you in your dreams even when you don't remember. So it's okay. You don't, don't think, oh, if I don't remember my dreams, I'm missing out. No, your spirit is awake at night and receiving from the Lord. So it's okay. But we wanna get better at remembering our dreams, right? But it's okay if you don't. The Lord is still speaking to you. You are still receiving from him in the night. Um, two, write down your dreams. Keep a pad of paper or your phone to record. And as soon as you wake up, start writing it, okay? Um, write them down. Start a dream journal. In Kingdom Kids, they're actually going through dreams right now, and all of the kids are doing a dream journal. I actually keep a Google spreadsheet so that I can categorize wow. like all the symbols. Nerd alert. Do a quick search, <laughs> you know? I don't... But I'm developing a dream language with God, yeah. right? I'm going, oh, so the good, Lord Joe. speaks to me like this. I want to remember the way he speaks to me. Okay, and you're going to see those patterns over time if you write it down. Three, talk to God about your dreams. Start asking him, what does this mean? If someone says something that you don't understand, you usually go, uh, could you repeat that? Uh, could you say that again in a different way? Do that with God. Yeah. Ask him to tell you in a different way. And just remember that this is about relationship, Mm -hmm. that we're leaning in, that dreams are part of a conversation. So there's going to be back and forth. So when he says something in a dream, start talking to him about it. Yeah. And I would say talk to other believers about your dream. We see so many times in the Bible that the meaning is revealed when a believer heard and was able to interpret. So it's okay. Talk to other people. In your small groups, this would be fantastic. Bring your dreams to your small group, share them, and ask the Holy Spirit to come and bring interpretation. Or maybe you're going to go through um, a dream course as a small group. You could do an online dream course as a small group. That would be amazing. Okay, number four, follow what you think God is saying. You know, I want God to know that he can trust me with a dream. Mm -hmm. And that when he tells me something, I'm going to follow You know, and this may take some time to figure out. This is the hard part, is figuring out what God is trying to say. So I would say a lot of times the first step to following a dream is praying about whatever area of life that you feel like God is talking about. And if you're growing in interpretation, I just say, hey, thanks for that dream, God. I'm listening. Help me understand. Mm -hmm. So just respond with prayer. Thank you for that dream, God. I'm listening. Help me understand. So ask, write, talk, and follow. And I think that's going to help us a lot. Absolutely. Now, we shared so much information with you today, and we want to honor some of the sources that we used. And so we use Streams Ministries, Doug Addison, Jack Deere, Sean Bull's Ministries. But we have made it easy for you. We are going to put a QR code up, and it is going to take you to a link tree. If you are interested, we have actually compiled Um, a whole list of resources that we approve and we think are good um, for you to grow in this whole area of dream interpretation. One really exciting thing that's on this link tree is actually a brand new email address, dreams at tvc.us. And this is a team of people from our church who are growing in interpretation. If you have a dream that you would like to process with someone, you can email that team and they will set up a time to meet with you to process that dream. Here's the good news. God is a speaking God and he 
often speaks to us through dreams. We wanna have ears to hear and hearts to follow. And so if you're able, would you stand now? And I'm gonna pray us into our time of worship. We're gonna thank God. And I believe that God's gonna begin to speak even now, but who's excited to go to bed tonight to like, you know, see if you hear something. So, well, Holy Spirit, we thank you that you are alive and you are active and you speak to us. And so right now we welcome you as we turn our affection and our attention towards you in worship. God, we want ears to hear you. We want hearts to follow you. And we invite you to come and to be in our midst today as we worship you in Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Okay, after a time of worship, we will come back up and do some ministry time.